0: Hello, this is Team Inara bringing to you yet another episode of The Revolutionary with your host, Niharika. Here, we celebrate women's unconventional choices in life by bringing to you some inspiring women speakers. And today, we have with us Tanisha Pandit. Tanisha Pandit hails from Bhopal and is pursuing the Bachelor of Arts program from Delhi University. From a very young age, she has been active in spreading awareness about numerous social taboos. Her vision to end period poverty is what led to the formation of the Ritwa Foundation. Through this non-profit organization, she has taken a big stride forwards towards normalizing menstruation and eradication of period poverty. She has also trained women to make reusable sanitary napkins, enabling them to be self-sufficient. Ms. Pandit also strongly advocates for the use of plastic-free pads and campaigns to make people aware of its environmental consequences. Her focus has mainly been on women living in slums and rural areas. From training over 200 women in the slums of Bhopal to make reusable sanitary napkins and distributing over 20,000 pads to women, Tanisha Pandit and her organization, Ritwa, are striding closer, inch by inch, to make healthy and hygienic menstruation a reality for women. The awareness about menstrual hygiene is growing leaps and bounds, thanks to Ritwa and all such organizations working towards the same. Being one such organization ourselves, we feel honored to have you here with us today. I welcome you to the podcast proudly presented to you by Team Inara. It is a club under the Girl Up campaign, a United Nations Foundation initiative undertaken by like-minded young individuals who believe in standing up for social causes. Inara, in its true sense, means a bright light. And to us, it is a ray of hope to empower women around us. We work in close association with the United Nations Foundation with an emphasis on gender equality, menstrual hygiene and mental health awareness. We look forward to knowing more about you and your amazing journey. Welcome, Tanisha.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Ritual Foundation
0: is an organization that raised a voice for a topic that people many a time avoid talking about. We would love to know more about the organization and its working.
1: Okay, so basically we are working to promote uh, about what sustainable menstruation exactly is. Because there are a lot of people who are not aware of the fact that what sustainable menstruation exactly is. And... uh, you know uh, we are working to normalize it as well when it comes to like how we work and how we initiate everything and implement everything then i would love to tell you about uh, that you know we are working with 10000 students across india who are uh, in different cities and who are in different colleges and who are working as a group and they themselves organize their own uh, independent uh, campaigns their independent events and this is how they are spreading a word about it yeah that's it
0: oh that's great so uh you are an individual that has given back so much to society at such a young age what was your inspiration and how did it all begin for you
1: Okay, so to be very honest, there are so many social workers who inspire me every day and who, you know, give me a lot of energy who are a source of energy for me. But to be very honest, the situation which are there around me, which were there around me when I was very young, like a very young as in when I was in ninth and then standard, um, those situations, uh, you know, were a source of inspiration for me to make sure that I am supposed to work for this cause. For example, I'll give you um, like I'll tell you about a very small instance where I saw a kid playing with a used sanitary pads in front of in front of my eyes and I realized that people don't even know that how they are supposed to dispose it properly so how are they going to know you know like how are they aware of the fact that how they are supposed to use it so this is what you know made me realize that I am supposed to work in this um uh, Field and also, I, I also realized uh, when I was uh, like very young that I am very sensitive towards issues which are related to women. So, this is how I started the work. And obviously, there are a lot of people who insp- inspire me, but the situation around me inspires me the most. Okay,
0: so uh, as a woman change maker, other than the uh, hurdles of taboo and stigma attached to the topic, what are the obstacles did you face while working towards the cause?
1: Okay, so the biggest problem was it's not as normalized as we expect it to be. Uh, People, you know, used to resist a lot lot of times while talking about it. They used to hesitate a lot of Um, a lot of times. And also, uh, women used to feel shy about like, whenever we used to ask them to share their problems with us. So the biggest challenge was this only. And along with that, uh, the organizational work, like when we talk about this uh, teamwork, and, uh, you know, management of time when it comes to a student who's already studying. So these are a few things which used to come as a hurdle in front of my eyes. But again, I sorted everything out. And here I am standing with this organization.
0: So forming a non-profit organization at such a young age would not have been an easy task, considering the amount of work and resources that need to go into it. How did you accomplish this? What, what all did you do to manage your time?
1: okay so uh, to be very honest since my childhood I have realized that I am very good in managing time uh, when it comes to you know uh, engaging uh, me like engaging myself in a lot of other activities apart from studies as well so it was not a very difficult task for me uh, I use, I uh, this is something which is like which I would tell I, I would love to tell to all the youth of my age that it is not that difficult to keep your things prioritized in a perfect manner if you prioritize your thing accordingly, they are going to, you know, look very easy in front of your eyes and they're not, you know, you are not going to uh, look at those things as a burden. You should learn to prioritize your things and then you like, you can achieve anything you want in your life.
0: All right. So let's talk about menstruation and the taboos behind it. So plastic pads are widely used in society and you have been working immensely to bring a change in this. Eco-friendly alternatives like biodegradable pads are costly and people are scared of using menstrual cups. So even if people wish to switch to these, it becomes difficult for them. So what ways do you think that the attitude of people can be changed for a better environment?
1: Okay, so the very uh, first thing I would love to tell you is that again, this thing is not normalized yet, so that you know, people can talk about it openly. Uh, I feel that if it gets normalized, and people are able to discuss about it openly, then they are going to, you know, find that uh, these plastic pads are really harmful, but because it is still a hush-hush thing for people. So they don't Talk openly about it and they are like, chal rahe, yaar. we are happy with it, we are comfortable yeah, with it. Kya hi problem hai. These are a few things they use, like, you know. So I feel ki, uh, the very uh, first thing is normalizing it, and the very second thing is that people should know about you know these uh, sanitary sanity pads which have plastics in them, which are harmful for us, and they should talk about it openly, at least brothers and sisters and parents. You know, they are responsible for our health, for each other's health. So they are supposed to, you know, make sure that they should talk about it, that this is harmful for you. Even if a man sees something which is related to this on social media, through our post or from anywhere, is supposed to talk to his sister or his mother, that this is something which is, you know, very harmful for you and you should look upon it.
0: Yeah. So uh, menstruation in urban areas, even if not as much a taboo as in rural areas, Remains a top, topic spoken about in hushed tones. It is very rarely taught in schools and many women enter their first periods with, without proper knowledge. And this has a mental aspect as well and a mental impact as well. So what is it that you wish to change in this
1: Okay, so the very first thing which I uh, want to change is that, you know, imagine yourself that you are sick, touch wood, and you know, uh, if you are not going to talk about it with your father, how are you going to, you know, feel good about it or, or, you know, just imagine a situation where your father is the head man of the family and he's supposed to take care of everything and then you like figure out one day that you're not allowed to tell about it to your father, Mm -hmm. right? So how is your mother alone going to tackle with that, right? So I feel that, you know, menstruation should be considered as normal as anything which is in our life. And, it you know, people are supposed to talk about it openly because if they are not going to talk about it openly, there are a lot of diseases, a lot of problems which is related to it because, you know, we and because of this, we just overlook it. For example, white discharge is a very common thing which is in like, which is faced by around 95% of women. And because it is with 95% of women, they feel that it is normal, but it is not normal. We are supposed to consult a doctor, but it is very shameful for those people to tell about it. And it is somewhere related to menstruation. So I feel that, you know, people should talk about it openly and normalizing it is a very important thing. It should not be treated as a taboo.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I see that most of us go through excruciating cramps, bloating and mood swings during periods. And it is not taken seriously or at times even laughed at. So this aspect of menstruation is often overlooked. (laughs) So what do you think that how can some change be brought about in this angle?
1: Okay, so, um, you know, um, there is one thing which is known as mouth to mouth publicity. So I feel that, um, you know, people should normalize it from like talking to each other. Mouth to mouth publicity is a very different thing. But again, it's about, you know, promoting a brand. uh, uh, Like verbally or orally, so I feel that we should talk about it like this only. We should meet people. We should tell about this to them. And there are students who are working with us. They are, you know, putting in there a lot of like putting a lot of efforts uh, to make sure that this gets normalized. And I feel that there are a lot of people who are like you, who are like me, who are into who are not exactly into you know um, running an NGO or running an organization which is related to it. But what they can do is they can be the change they wish to see in the world. They can talk about it with their family members, with their sister, with their mother, or even if there is a female who is listening, who is going to listen to this podcast, I feel she should talk about this with her father or her brother.
0: I agree. I agree. So uh, this, this whole experience, managing a foundation, managing your studies while being a youth like ourselves, and barely in your uh, 20s. So what has your experience been like?
1: Okay, so my experience, which was related to running an NGO, right? Yes. Okay, so uh, basically it is a it is an amazing journey where I am trying to meet a lot of different type of people who support me, who does disagree with me, what I am doing, they disagree with that too. And it is very interesting and amazing to convince that people about like... You know, convincing them to make sure that we are doing something very positive and you are supposed to support for the same. Right. So this is how like this is what uh, how I feel about uh, what I'm doing. And uh, along with that, it feels good to see women who, you know, you meet after um, four to five drives when they get, you know, completely comfortable, like while talking about this. And it feels very good. To me and to my team and this motivates us a lot so basically the thing is that um, we put in our efforts and we feel that we are getting um, you know outputs for the same so it feels good basically
0: yeah that's true thank you so much Tanisha thank you so much for answering our questions and with that we come to the end of what revolutionary had in store for you today thanks for tuning in If you'd love today's episode, check into our platform, subscribe, rate, and leave a review. See you next week with yet another episode of The Revolutionary.